Howdy folks and welcome to episode 43 of the Weekly Dose of Euphoria podcast. I'm Matt Zapala and I am your host. Guys, this week's guest is a truly connected and spiritual individual and her name is Eva. I have attempted to pronounce her last name about 400 times but we're going to have another go. Sangrova. I hope I got it right Eva. And she is the owner of Zala Crystals. You guys may remember back in episode 10 with Jason Lim talking about uh, trusting your intuition and um, and travel and everything like that. We briefly touched on Zala Crystals and a little bit on how it was started and, and basically the meaning behind Zala Crystals. But during this episode today with Eva, we dive right into this amazing realm of crystal healing and the benefits that specific crystals can bring to your life. Eva shares her experiences during today's episode about her opening up to the crystals and, and bringing them into her life. So without further ado, Eva, take it away. Eva Sangarova, welcome to the <laughs> Weekly Dose of Euphoria podcast. Thank you so much, Marine. Did I get the pronunciation right? It's Tangarova, Tangarova. but yeah, close <laughs> I was <enough>. practicing <laughs> for about 15 minutes before the podcast, so good to see that I'm still not nailing it. <laughs> Guys, just to paint the picture for you, I am currently in Eva and Jason's apartment in Yarraville, and we are surrounded by the most picturesque scenery. We've got crystals to my left, crystals to my right, and there's some incense burning. It is beautiful with some tea here, so really in the zone and pumped to talk about everything that Eva you're doing with with Zala Crystals, but... Before we get into that, I want to I want to dive right back to the beginning for you, even before Zala Crystal started, and what was life like for you growing up? Uh, life for me growing up was very different. It looks very different to what I'm living at the moment. I was born in a small city called Pesho in the eastern Slovakia, and uh, growing up was. <laughs> I think thinking about my childhood right now, especially that I'm going for my healing, it's sometimes a little bit painful. However, I feel like it was one of my biggest lessons that I've received um, from life. And I was always very drawn to Mother Nature. My parents always made sure that we go to nature quite a lot, go hiking, go connect and you know get some grounding. So considering that I grew up in not a city life, you know, I felt that that gave me a good base for being connected to the outside world. However, I've always felt that I don't really belong to that place. I've never felt very comfortable living in Slovakia and growing up because I've gone through a lot of judgment when I was young. My high school classmates did not really resonate with me at the time. So I've always felt very pushed to go out of my comfort zone and make a change for myself because I knew that if I want to make a change, it comes from within me. So. I started learning different languages. I ended up learning about four different languages and living in different countries. And when I was about 17, I ended up moving to Egypt uh, where I spent a few years of my life. And moving forward, I ended up going to different places and um, up until I actually ended up in Australia and doing what I'm doing. So I'm very grateful for being here, even though it's been a bit of a journey for me. For sure. For sure, you've been definitely around the around the traps, living in different countries. And do you think living in in different countries and adopting different cultures has taught you, you know, to find your yourself really? Um, I would say that I am still finding myself up until now. Like I wouldn't say that I've one hundred percent found who I am because 
I'm still very young and it's a never-ending process, I'd say. It's a journey. It's a journey, exactly. But I think it had a massive impact on who I am um, at this point. And I think living in so many diverse cultures as well, because obviously Egypt is so different than Europe, and then I moved to Denmark, which is so different than anything else, and then I moved to Thailand, which is Asia, again, like so vibrant. So I feel like definitely gave me a very good understanding of knowing that I'm not just in my bubble in Slovakia or wherever you know I came from, um, but there is a lot more things happening out there and dealing with different people, de- dealing with different religions and cultures just gave me a really good insights into what this world has to offer. For sure. And before we dive into all the crystals and, and everything that you're doing with Zala, I want to talk about your independ- independence and your courage to you know, go and live in different cultures while you're so young and how that impacted your life now. Um, so when I was 17, I was kind of trapped in between working for politics, that was my initial plan actually. I was about to go study international relations and diplomacy. And I had a really good like path when it comes to the career and all that. But then I gone for a sudden shift of like going into fashion and like changing this entire, you know, uh, scenery. But I did start my first business when I was 17. And that was kind of the turning point for me when I became independent. And I didn't have to take money from my parents anymore because I knew that whatever I want to achieve, I can actually really channel that energy towards my goal and make it happen, even at such a young age. So when I had that business in Egypt, um, it taught me a lot. And it taught me a very good base into you know, how to create a startup, how to fund myself, how to actually achieve those things that I want to achieve. And um, so I think my independency up until today has been definitely you know something that I I achieved when I was very young and that kind of like let me flow through life you know in a in a better way up until today I'd say yeah for sure and you mentioned a word before when we were talking about about your life you said that it's a journey and it's a never-ending journey on your journey into this realm of, of spirituality and and connection when when did that begin so to speak to start shifting that into you know external objects and and um, finding finding connection with objects as opposed to connection with yourself well so when it comes to my spiritual journey it was very interesting because I grew up as an atheist I grew up in a family where there was no religion there was absolutely no spirituality whatsoever um, so I was very drawn to you know having some sort of faith because considering that I was living by myself in all these countries, I didn't have my family with me. So at times I felt a bit lonely, I felt a bit lost, especially that I always felt that my ideology and my perception of the world is a bit different than other people. Um, So faith was something that came to me actually after I moved to Egypt and I had the first contact with some sort of religion and things like that. So I actually was a Muslim before I became any spiritual on the crystal side I'd say so I for me like the journey of spirituality started with religion like understanding that there is some sort of faith there is some higher power even though like I was never brought up in a super religious background but it resonated with me because I was practicing a lot of things from that particular faith and so after I moved back to Europe I decided to make that decision and and turn into being a Muslim and I feel like it definitely served me an amazing purpose 
that's why I believe that there are so many religions and so many spiritual paths for everyone. People can choose whatever that resonates with them the most. So after I had that understanding of, all right, you know, there is some sort of higher power and this is what serves me at the moment. I feel like when the crystals came into my life and I moved into Australia and I started like, actually, even before I moved to Australia, when I lived in Thailand, I felt that my consciousness was raising and my, I feel like my heart and my third eye and my everything was like opening up and I started seeing, you know, the concept of faith from a very different perspective. And I started realizing that probably religion is not what I'm after anymore. Even though I always say it served me a great purpose in my life. But moving forward, um, having crystals have, has affected me a lot, of course, because it's, it's a very strong energy and the connection and the effect on the chakras and everything else. So um, I feel like the journey of my spirituality has evolved a lot. It was very vibrant, was very different. My beliefs are definitely not the same to what they were. But I think it was perfectly tailored to where I was at the time of my life as well. Definitely, and all those things played a played a pivotal role into what you're doing now with with Zala Crystals. And on that note, what is Zala Crystals, and how did it begin? So Zala Crystals is our little ethically sourced company based here in Melbourne, but it originally started in a place called Armshala, which is also the part of the name. So Zala actually means. A combination of Zen and Dharamshala. And Dharamshala is a little city, town, village in India and in Himalayas, uh, where my partner Jason stayed for a while and got to know this person, Peter, who is sourcing the crystals for us. And so I'd say that Zala is not just a crystal store, but it's also a community. We're building a big community of sharing the beauty of imperfection, sharing the idea that everyone is their own healer, people can change their life with just, you know, a little bit of focus and dedication and just mindfulness, really. So I'd say Zala is actually, it's a, it's like a collective, sort of, you know, a lot of things together. But yeah, we mainly focus on getting these beautiful crystals from the caves of India, which are all ethically sourced um, by this one family that we work with. And the best thing about it is that we only work with them and they only work with us. So there is a very exclusive and close, almost like a family relationship between us and them, where they can ensure that the quality of the crystals is very exceptional and very beautiful. And we can ensure that the energy that they're coming from is very pure and clean as well. So trying to eliminate those, you know, middleman steps in between in order to make sure that when they come, they are really high vibrational crystals and they are going to make a change for a lot of people. Unlike the ones that perhaps were, you know, sitting in a warehouse for many years even and just dusting and nobody really takes care of them. I love that, Eva. And just before we move forward, for anybody that doesn't know the power of crystals or, or what they're used for, can you sum up some, you know, some of the things that people use crystals for and, and what the energy that a crystal brings has on you in the room? Well, I believe that, you know, there is different people and people believe different things as well. And uh, from my perspective, crystals have amazingly strong energy and it's actually no magic behind it as many people think, but it is physics. Because the crystals have been growing in the mountains for thousands of years before we even put our hands on them. And so it's very important to understand how they were created before anything else, because in order for us to really 
comprehend their energy and understand their effect on people's lives, I think we should start looking more into how they were actually formed and what they're made of. And, you know, speaking a little bit about energy, I'd say that my personal beliefs are that we are all the same. People, plants, trees, crystals, we're all made of the same energy. It's just a different physical form, but we still contain that same matter and light. And so talking about how crystals are affecting people's lives or how they can be used for healing, well, there's different types of, you know, people like to meditate with them. People like to have them nearby. Some crystals have a very strong vibration, so they don't even need to be held. But I personally like to um, implement them into my healing in a way of meditation, I actually love to combine them with a plant medicine as well. <laughs> I think that's where the real communication begins for myself. But we're all different. Some people like to buy them because they're just beautiful and they please their soul, you know, visually. And eventually I feel like even those ones that are not 100% into understanding what crystals really are and what they do, they slowly shift as soon as they are in their presence. Actually, I've had a lot of people that have bought crystals for somebody else and then they came back saying, oh, I want one for myself. Well, that's clearly because they feel drawn to it and they can feel that the energy is just beaming from them, especially that they're coming from a clean and pure source. Yeah, awesome, Eva. And I know touching on spirituality and connection with religion and stuff like that, how do you think the, the crystals can play a part on people that don't necessarily believe in in the effects of them and and do you have to believe in say the power of crystal healing before you can um receive the effects of them i personally believe that healing begins from each person it begins from if i let's say speaking about myself it begins it begins from me so i have to have that intention to make a change in my life i wouldn't say crystals are a placebo effect because as i said before it's physical facts that support the energy of crystals and how they were formed. However, placebo effect definitely plays a big role in one's mind because it all begins in our mind. You know, healing is all about our mind in, in, in the end of the days. And so if a person wants to make a change and begins a process of healing, he needs to dedicate to this kind of healing. Um, so from my personal perspective and from my personal experience, I can definitely say that after crystals entered my life, there was a lot of shifts happening in my, in my consciousness, in my um, perspective onto a lot of things. And um, to give a few examples, you know, even if I was sitting with a crystal, for example, like Kevin's side, which is really amazing for your throat chakra, and I did have, I used to have like heaps of sore throat and constantly having some like tonsillitis and things like that. I feel like, you know, it's really made a huge difference for me just meditating with Kevin's side and just like really focusing on that energy because I think it really, really begins in the mind. Like that's what I really believe. And um, yeah, like even crystals, for example, like green apophyllite, really amazing for the heart. I've gone for a big, big emotional healing uh, for the past few months and I have felt very, very big shifts in my life after I have focused my energy on crystals and knowing how to use them as well. For Even sure. for physical things like, you know, sore back or for example, sleeping or anxiety and things like that. But there's so many crystals, like 
there's a crystal for everything, pretty much. <laughs> they're, they're literally, like, it sounds a bit woo-woo, but it is true, you I know? Eva, I love how you said that the healing begins in your mind because it is so true, regardless if you're putting all your energy and, and focus into healing with medicine from a Western perspective or mm. natural therapies, you know, from a from a herbal sort of aspect, you're, you're opening up your mind and to the possibilities that that is going to heal you. So I guess, what's the difference if you're opening up your mind into crystal healing? It's still a physical object that you're, you know, putting your everything into to help you reach your goal, in inverted commas. Well, actually, saying that, I believe that crystals are not physical objects, actually. I really believe that they're living beings and that's how I always perceive them. So I perceive them as my little friends just sitting around me and helping me to get through my journey. And um, I'd say that when it comes to Western medicine, like obviously crystals are not a replacement of Western medicine. It's a completely different kind of thing and, you know, we can't really compare it. However, I personally believe that any kind of physical manifestation in, in sort of, you know, illness or being sick or not feeling well is just a result of having an imbalance in your energy. And saying that, if we can go deeper than just, you know, making the the signs of sickness go away uh, externally but we turn more inwards and we find the cause of the sickness or of not feeling well and you know dive a little bit deeper into the conditioning then i think we're actually really onto something so i personally if i ever get sick or if i'm not feeling well i the first thing i do is i think about so you know how is my energy feeling what, what have i been doing for the past few days what's going on in my life and how can I actually make that change? And that's usually where the sickness goes away. I've gone away, actually. I stopped taking pills. I stopped taking, you know, the pharmaceutical medication a long time ago. And I feel so much better. I don't even, I feel like I don't need it anymore. When it comes to headaches or when it comes to, you know, anything really. I don't ever take pills anymore. I feel yeah. like that's something very powerful, understanding that my body is my vessel. It's a physical body that I live in. But what is running that body? And I know for a fact it's not my brain. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So, yeah. Amazing. Always, always look at the energy and always... Like, I know it's a bit difficult to understand for our society because we've been conditioned so hard and so deep for ages now that, you know, this is, this is the norm, this is the physical body, this is how you fix the, the, the issue. But that's not what I believe, personally. Yeah, definitely. And um, in a society where everything is so accessible to us and we want that quick fix that's where you know the western Absolutely. western medicine side of approach is, is booming from that not to put down western medicine because we were chatting about this before the podcast mm. even we were saying that everything serves a purpose if you if you've got like a a cut on your arm you're not just going to eat kale to fix it <laughs> you're going to look at exactly. other alternatives to to go through that so i, I love how you're using the question why and digging deeper to to really find the root cause of of the illness or or the disturbance in the balance as you said before and that's when crystals can play a, a pivotal part absolutely yes that's what i really believe and that's what's worked for me uh, in fact so i have no reason to not believe it awesome eva now you you touched on the chakras before and i know we we're chatting before the podcast about the chakras for people at home that don't know what chakras are can you summarize those and then talk about how crystals target those chakras in order to to promote healing or promote balance absolutely yes so chakras are pretty much just wheels of energy that are located in many points in our body um according to the old theories there is 
so many chakras in our body we can't even comprehend but you know to make it very to make it a lot easier for people there are seven main chakras that we currently are working with and that's the root chakra which is located in the base of our spine the sacral chakra uh, there is solar plexus heart and throat and third eye and crown chakras so these seven main chakras are pretty much responsible for different areas um, of our life in a way where, you know, based on some sort of balance and imbalance, we can see and observe our behavior and our feelings. And it's actually quite easy to say, like observing myself, for example, it was, it took me a bit of a reflection at the beginning to even like get into chakras and start understanding what they really are and do they really exist, do they really work and all that kind of stuff. It's very easy to, you know, get trapped and like get sidetracked and because your brain is always telling you like, nah, nah, this is not true. Like, what are you talking about? And then, but you know, your heart is saying something else. Like my heart was telling me at the beginning that no, I'm pretty sure this is legit. Like, so I gave it a good shot. And once I started really focusing on my own energy and on my own chakras, you know, for me, it was a huge shift, especially that I was coming from a background where there was no spirituality and no energy. And if I ever speak to my family about this, they don't really understand what I'm talking about <laughs> you know it's still taking me a while till I get my mom onto it as well but but yeah I would say that it's not it's not something physical that we can see so obviously it is a little bit like more difficult some for some people to understand or believe that they really are there but I have seen like amazing results as soon as I got into it so using crystals um in the chakra healing was definitely something that I would recommend um, I have seen big turning points when I was meditating with them for example I love to actually use different crystals for different chakras and sit with them in the morning when I meditate and uh, I really just soak in their energy and I speak to them all the time like you know some people think that I'm a little bit crazy but like that's all right I've accepted that you know it, it's not a norm and what I'm doing what I'm trying to convey here is that they are living beings, full stop. And I fully believe in that. So when I do even have a question like, all right, so how is my energy feeling today? Tell me. <laughs> then I like have a little chat, you know. But it's my heart that like really feels that they are speaking. And I'm 100% sure about that. So yeah. Definitely connecting with, with the spiritual energy. And it's something that you said before, you have to physically feel it to to almost believe it believe the effects as opposed to yeah. you know like listening to it over a podcast you you have to dive deeper <laughs> and, and ask why and 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 i love all everything that you're doing with zala crystals eva now we we're chatting about some specific crystals that do target specific chakras can you dive through some of the specific crystals and how they benefit you know those chakras absolutely so i would love to begin with the first crystal that we have over here which is this beautiful orange crocoid. Um, this is the only crystal that we have from Tasmania. All our crystals are actually coming from India, except for this one. But we do have a friend that is going to a mine in um, Dandas Mountains and gets them for us. So still, even though it's not sourced from, um, from India, we are still ensuring that it is ethically sourced at all times. And so crocoid is really amazing to engage with the first two chakras, which is the root chakra and the sacral chakra. And the root chakra is responsible for grounding and security. So just to touch base on how I actually started my root chakra healing, um, I was feeling very, very down at a certain period of my life. And I felt like 
wasn't confident enough I was a very insecure person you know saying that I've worked in the fashion industry for many many years and being in that very superstitious um, sorry superficial society um, it's affected me a lot it's made me always be very materialistic very you know lashing out all the time like being insecure not knowing who I really am and because I've traveled so much into so many countries I felt that yes it was an amazing experience and it's taught me so much however it is maybe a sign of me liking the grounding because I was never able to settle down anywhere and you know just a few months back when I was thinking about myself I had a really like weak moment at some point in my life and I just didn't really feel good about myself and I looked at the mirror and I was really harsh on myself I started feeling so much guilt so much shame for my past my past was literally chasing me everywhere especially the deeper I was diving into plant medicine the more things were coming up for me and it was something that I just couldn't ignore anymore so one day I literally took my journal I took my crystal <laughs> I went to sit under a tree in a golf course behind the building and I was just like let's get on top of this you know I can't let my mind control me and I can't let my my negative energy and my negative thoughts or even my past control who I am right now because that, that's not the person I am anymore I'm a different person and I've evolved and it, this is a very this is a very important turning point for myself which has gotten me into chakra healing to begin with and so back to crocoid and speaking about the root and sacral chakras Crocoid has an actually an amazing um, ability to connect our root chakra into the grounding of Mother Nature, where it draws energy from Mother Nature and Mother Earth. So then it takes the energy into our sacral chakra, which is responsible for sexuality and creativity, for example, amongst other things. And then it further draws the energy into the heart chakra, where it actually works on the emotional healing and it doesn't stop there but it continues into our crown chakra which is responsible for the connection with the spiritual powers and then from there it actually draws the energy back down and so it creates so-called kundalini awakening which is something that so many people have been really after because it's so fascinating such a little crystal you know can affect literally almost all chakras so i find crocod actually very very fascinating then moving forward, we've got um, green apophyllite. Green apophyllite is responsible for heart chakra. I've actually skipped the solar plexus chakra. Should I get back to it? No, that's okay. We'll go with the flow. Okay. So we've got green apophyllite for heart chakra. Heart chakra is responsible for, you know, feelings of love, emotional healing, just, just belonging and and all that kind of stuff so for me I've had a great experience with green apophyllite especially that I'm so far away from my family like sometimes I actually feel very lonely sometimes I really miss my mom and um, I had a moment when I started realizing that my mom doesn't have to be next to me in order to feel my love and speaking of energy energy is transferable we can send energy on a distance as well so for me even to sit in meditation and think about my mom there was a funny story actually I was meditating with my green apophyllite at some point and I was thinking about my mom and my mom ended up messaging me the same minute that I, I thought about her I finished my meditation and I looked at my phone and my mom is telling me hey Eva something really strange happened I'm like what's that she goes like 
I just woke up from my dream and you were calling my name. I'm like, are you kidding me? (laughs) It's crazy. Like I know it's so, it's just so intense. And that was the first time when I really understood like, I think like this is, this is legit, (laughs) you know, my mom like waking up from the middle of her dream, like hearing me call her name while I was thinking about her in my meditation, like at the same time. So, you know, I feel like, yeah, definitely. And I actually saying that, like choosing the right crystals for myself, like I've always felt very drawn to the color um, green. And that kind of tells me that my heart chakra obviously needs some work. And there was some sort of imbalance. There was some sort of healing that it was calling for. And that's why I felt so drawn to it. So even when I choose crystals for my morning meditation or for whenever I want to work with them or whenever I want to like talk to them or whatever we want to call it, I just feel into it. And I don't follow my mind, but I follow my intuition. That's something very important. But yeah, moving forward from there, we've also got a um, crystal called Stillbite. Stillbite is something, it's a sort of, I wouldn't really say an equivalent to rose quartz, but rose quartz is something that many people know. It's the you know, very common one. So stillbite is very nice and soothing and nurturing crystal. It is really good for sleeping as well, for a lot of emotional healing, just like green apophyllite as well. Green apophyllite has also an amazing ability to create a healing space wherever it goes. So if you ever travel or if you ever like come to a place that you don't know or you want to feel a little bit more comfortable, you know, just grab a green apophyllite and, you know, having a crystal by my side anyways, like when I travel, is just so nice because I feel like I've got a piece of piece of the universe you know <laughs> somewhere there with me but yeah stillbite is really good for overcoming the fears and I've also had moments meditating with stillbite when again after I thought that I've completely dealt with my past and nothing is coming up and I'm already you know grounded and all balanced you know sometimes it strikes back up and you're like what the hell is happening like why is this coming up again you know and I grabbed the stillbite and I was meditating with it and it really allowed me to feel its energy and it gave me so much love and belief that I can get over this. And healing is definitely not easy. You know, the, the path of spiritual growth is definitely not peaches and cream. <laughs> you know, some people say it's all just, you know, good vibes only, rainbows, but that's not true. And yeah, like speaking about the crystal cabin side that we have over here, the very beautiful, intense blue one. There is something so special about this one. So Kevin's side only comes from one place in the world, which is Pune in India. And its intense color blue cannot actually be replicated by any of the devices that we've previously used. So no phones, no cameras, no nothing. So when you actually take a photo of the crystal, it always comes in a different color on the screen than what it actually is. Meaning that this color does not exist in the digital world. And thinking that this crystal is so powerful and its only source is that one little cave in India, you know, it kind of makes sense. Like, how would anyone else in the world who's working in, you know, the technical world know how to replicate this color? So that was very interesting. It's amazing. I didn't believe that this could work. And I got my iPhone <laughs> out before the podcast and I was absolutely blown away. It's, a, it's hard to explain the co- color of it without the camera but it's like a mixture between an aqua a blue a green it's very very hard to explain it's very unique and beautiful and then you put the the iphone lens on it and it comes like a bright blue 
like a dark blue. It's it's incredible how how that works. Sorry to interrupt, Eva. That's okay. Yeah, it's actually quite fascinating because even when people want to purchase it, I always like like to give them heads up. Like, that's not the crystal color you're getting. <laughs> Just be aware of it. It's always like a little surprise for everyone who gets it. But it's it's a very very fascinating stone, and this is actually the one that you know, clean my throat chakra at a time. And I remember like I had this time when I was just like constantly coughing and like it wouldn't go away. And I was actually just before my, um, I think it was my acid trip at the time. <laughs> and it was so funny because I couldn't stop coughing. And I'm like, oh my God, like I'm, I'm going into a trip soon. Like, I don't want to be having this like throat blockage, you know, <laughs> right there. Like I need to get rid of it. And then Jason just came to me and he's like, hey, I think you should sit with the Kevin side for a bit. And he just like brought it up to me and I took it and oh my god whatever happened after was incredible like the blockage was gone and it was so interesting so yeah like I literally couldn't stop coughing for like an hour <laughs> seriously <laughs> yeah so I was very fascinated by that and yeah so just um I had a lot of like this kind of little experience that just made me believe you know that it is really working and it's no placebo no you know it, it's just really their energy and so last but definitely not least it's my forever favorite uh, clearapophyllite and um, clearapophyllite is also known as for me it's a stone of awakening because like for me um, clearapophyllite was the one that was an absolutely it was a shifting point for me and uh, that happened in August last year when I was having a very interesting psychedelic experience with this kind of crystal and it really like I don't know it's a, it's a sensitive topic for me to talk about because it is always going to have a very very special place in my heart and that night I really understood that everything happens for a reason and uh, everything that I've gone through so far meeting Jason I met Jason on the 11th of 11th and whoever is familiar with numbers and is getting into numbers knows that this is a very special date. And uh, the way we were brought together from two different places in the world so far away from each other and our paths have crossed in a country, which is like so random, like, you know, so interesting. And he ended up bringing these crystals into my life. And I really started believing that this is the right path that I'm on. And clear up off, I really let me open my third eye and open my consciousness for the first time in my life that day. Yeah. And um, it is something that I don't usually talk about a lot because many people would judge it a little bit because they haven't had the same experience. But for me, I always call that day that it's my second birthday when I actually did awaken my consciousness. And ever since that day, everything has changed my life from a to z is completely different i'm a completely different person to what i was a year ago to what i was two months ago in fact yeah. and having crystals in my presence actually and working with so many different energies and working with so many different people seeking their energies it's making me change on daily basis and when it comes to healing it's obviously a lot of dedication and i'm investing so much time into it but I have to say that, you know, it's allowed me to see so many different spectrums of lives and people's natures and people's beliefs because I've dealt with so many people up until now. 
So it's really cool to know that literally every single crystal that you pointed, <laughs> every single type, I have actually tested myself. <laughs> like, I don't want to call it like that, but people ask me, like, how do you know about crystals? How do you know what kind of energy they carry? And I always like to say that I just felt into it. I just feel, I listen to them, I speak to them, I try to understand them rather than read on the internet about what the meanings are. And I think this is exactly what Zala Crystals is doing, that we are offering, you know, to make people understand the communication between them and their crystals. Because it's not about just putting the crystal on a shelf and having it there, but it's about connecting with it, speaking to it, really trying to feel into the energies of Mother Earth because they're there, but they won't be there if we don't take care of them. It's like a plant. If you don't water the plant, plant is gonna die. If you don't engage with your crystals, the crystals, the, the energy is just gonna go somewhere else. So I really believe that in order to really have that benefit of healing from crystals, it is very important to not just have them, but to understand them and to actually have them as a part of your life and respect them. That's the main underlined thing, respect it, because they are there for a reason. They are brought into this planet from the mountains as a result of, you know, Mother Nature. And they carry a huge information within them. And once we tap into it and once we start understanding what they're trying to tell us, we're gonna actually <laughs> really start understanding what this world is about, you know? For sure. And it's all about connection, right? You touched on it before and, and really, you know, connecting with the crystal and giving it your all and opening up and, and you know, being one with it and, and letting, it's, it's really hard to explain, but letting your, your intuition almost take over, would you oh, say? Oh, absolutely. Intuition is the main thing. That trusting, for me personally, like trusting my gut feeling has been something that cannot be replaced by anything else. I've actually gone through a transformation of trying to get from my brain into my heart because I was definitely that kind of person with my conditioning that was always believing in my brain. My brain is creating so many stories, so many stories. It's, it's yeah, it's incredible. But I've been seeing, you know, my chiropractor slash life coach for a while now who's doing energy alignments. And during these energy alignments, I was really able to understand that I can't believe my brain anymore and I can't let my brain tell me all these stories and actually follow them. So I've been really trying to get back into my heart and back into my gut. And in case of women, it's also our yoni, which is AKA vagina. We've got so many brains actually in our bodies as women that we sometimes don't even use. We use only the one in our head, which is usually the, the one that's never accurate. Because our brain only knows the past. It only knows the old habits and the old patterns. If we really want to get the answer from the universe about our future and what's actually ahead of us and what is the right path to get closer to our divine purpose, we have to listen to our heart and to our gut. That's the most important thing in my opinion. And because crystals are enhancing all these energies and they are eventually you know, healing us in a way where they are Literally, I, I personally believe that each of the crystals has a different message. And as I was working with each of them, not even like the same kind, but like different kinds and different shapes, and they all have their own personality. 
I really like I see faces in them and I'm like alright this is this this is that and I also believe that there is a reason why they resemble a lot of things we've got crystals resembling mushrooms there's all sorts of you know trees and birds and you know there is some sort of synchronicity in this universe between them and the and the crystals amazing Eva and I love how you you're putting the anecdotal evidence into into the crystals and I guess people can read as many scientific papers or as many things on the internet but until you actually really feel that you know the power and really feel the the results that the crystals are giving you it's a completely different story now I want to talk about how you use the crystals because obviously just having them in the room sometimes isn't enough to be able to experience the full energy and you touched on it before to get the most out of your crystals you need to respect and treat them well so how do you use them and how do you how do you treat them where do you keep them talk to us a little bit about that well, I personally don't really like to overthink it too much. Whenever I feel like I'm drawn to the crystal, I just keep holding it in my hand. I travel with them. I have them on the plane with me. I oh, I speak to strangers about crystals sitting next to me on the plane. It's always the lucky ones. I'm like, oh, what's that? And sparkly. I'm like, ooh, that's my crystals. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great icebreaker as well when you travel. But I do personally like to... Um, really meditate with them. I know it sounds a bit cliche about the whole meditation thing, but I think meditation has been something that's very close to my heart recently because I recently like celebrated the first month of a constant daily meditation before I grab my phone and scroll my Instagram in the morning. So I definitely do like to use them um, in that way. But I also just sit with them. Like there is no science behind it really. Just sit with them, hold them, you know, feel into their energy. Some people like to cuddle crystals as well like I know it sounds a bit creepy for those ones that haven't dived into crystals before but they're literally like pets like little friends just sitting next to us but yeah it's very important to also keep them cleansed and keep them charged and keep them grounded because thinking that crystals are coming from the ground they're coming from very dark caves and mountains where they are mined um I personally love to have a little self-care ritual when I do collect and take my crystals and go to the beach I'll go to the ocean somewhere very nice and quiet with no people around me so that I can really, you know, just immerse in that nature. And I love to actually dig a hole in a sand where I just pop them in there and I just bury them in the sand for like half an hour or hour or whatever, you know, I feel that it's necessary. That way they get an amazing amount of grounding because thinking that crystals have traveled such a far, far away from India all the way to Australia and you know that that's probably the, the last time they really felt the ground because I don't you know there's not so many people that really take them to the ground and put them into grass or even into the sand so I think having them grounded is very important that's number one number two speaking about cleansing I personally really love to take them to the ocean we're not meant to use tap water for crystals um, for me, tap water, I don't even drink tap water, to be honest, because I really believe it's just cluttering my third eye and there's so many elements that I just don't want in my body. So the same goes for crystals. If I want to cleanse them, I take them to the ocean and I just let the water, the ocean water wash away, you know, all the energy that's not welcome anymore. And lastly, I'd say charging uh, crystals up. I definitely prefer charging them in the sun. I know there's been a big trend going around with, you know, charging the crystals in the full moon. However, I personally believe that sun is just so much nicer. Even if you think about yourself as a person and you have a beautiful sunny day outside and you go out there 
you feel energized, you feel so happy, you feel like, you know, you're sparkling because the energy is just beaming from the sun. But then thinking about yourself at night, you're not so much full of energy anymore. So again, you know, many people, many tastes, but me personally, I really love to just put them in the sun after I give them a nice cleanse and wash in the, in the ocean and put them in the sand and just let them dry up. And they really sparkle. I feel like every time, you know, I take them away from the sun, they're just so happy. And again, there is no science behind this. Like, there is no proofs of what's right and what's wrong because it is a perspective. But I really just try to, like, see how they look and, you know, how they how they feel, just, like, feel into them. And when they feel happy, then I guess, you know, that's what they like. <laughs> I just, yeah, they're like my little babies, you know. Like, this entire room, I just feel like I'm the crystal whisperer. And then, you know, people, like, message me just like, so what do you think that this crystal you know is good for what do you think would be good for me and i just just really use my intuition in the end of the day because that's what it's all about i I think people should use their intuition a lot more because we use our brain so much but again as i said the brain only knows the past it's never going to get the answer for the future so focusing more inwards for the future for the future would definitely be a better option in my opinion Eva, the information that you've shared today is incredible and it's evident there's, you know, a lot of evidence around that there is vibrational energies going through the world and and anecdotal stuff, how you feel the presence of someone that's beaming with happiness and how that translates onto you and, and I definitely feel that in this room surrounded by crystals, by amazing plants and, and my energy has changed completely since I walked in the door. Now, coming to the end of the podcast, Eva, I just want to ask you a quick question about having different types of crystals together. With all the different crystals and their you know, different purposes, do they ever clash energies and have a negative effect or, or is it always a positive effect? Well, positive and negative is something that, you know, it's a difficult, it's a label in the end of the day. It's like, I feel that it's very important to know your crystals. It's very important to know what they're really there for. About combining the crystals together, yes, it does alter the effects a little bit. However, I personally don't really combine crystals. So if I ever meditate with some crystals or if I use them for my healing, I always feel that one is just enough for me. And because I really do believe that they they do have their own personality, I just usually go for one type together. So I don't think I would like to really talk about combining as I don't really have much of my personal experience in this type of a thing. Um, but saying that, as I've previously touched on the topic of different energies and, you know, that's why I say it's very important to know them because we've got crystals like, for example, you know, stillbite or amethyst or green apophyllite that are really soothing and very nurturing and really good for you know helping with sleep or anxiety and things like that but if somebody has an anxiety and you know grabs clear apophyllite and puts it puts puts it next to their head you know when they sleep they're gonna have some like really crazy dreams and I don't think it's really gonna help with the anxiety at all so you know I've actually when it comes to sleeping with crystals that's another topic that's just become so big because I've seen lots of people putting them on their bedside table recently but they have to understand that like when a person lays down in bed you know and the crystals are usually aligned like straight with their crown chakra and so many people even I have had experience that you know whenever I sleep with a certain type of crystals I have like really really random dreams you know not always 100% pleasant so you know, to finish it off with just knowing what it's there for, 
you know, understanding. It's all about that understanding. It's all about, you know, that knowledge of knowing what is the crystal for and like understanding its properties. For example, crocoid, this, this little orange one, its energy is actually so intense. It doesn't even have to be held. It's so strong that the vibrations, we can actually feel the vibrations even when I'm not holding it. But yeah, just understanding. Amazing, Eva. And you touched on understanding and, and knowledge about the, the crystals. And I'm sure if any of my listeners have any questions about the crystals, they can contact you directly to, to help find out which crystal is right for them and for their purpose. Absolutely, yes. Like that's one thing in Zala that we're really trying to be very particular about and that's educating people. One thing is knowing their source and knowing where they're coming from, but also knowing how to use them and not just following trends because I know that, you know, crystals have been a huge arising trend these days and everyone's been getting into it and people selling crystals like honestly not really knowing much about them and they most of them also sell them as props which I actually highly disagree with because for me like it breaks my heart when I see people selling crystals to get rich or to get insta famous or to just get following like for me you know quality over quantity is definitely the most and one thing that I'm really trying to do is to develop a very personal and intimate relationship with each of our clients. And I don't even like to call them customers because for me, that's my community. That's where I feel so fulfilled that I can inspire somebody else because I'm going for my own stuff. I'm working for my own healing and I'm definitely not the person that's got it all figured out or pretends that, you know, I'm sort of, you know, healer or anything like that, a shaman. There's so many self-proclaimed shamans out there these days, it's ridiculous. But the main idea that I'm really trying to deliver is the beauty of imperfection because understanding that we can accept crystals raw and treated as they are because we only work with raw untreated crystals we don't have any polished ones over here you know if a person can accept the crystal as it is then we have to accept ourselves as we are raw imperfect you know because that's the beauty the beauty of imperfection and also i'm really trying to let people understand that everyone is their own healer we don't need to seek healers out there. We can, it's optional, but it's not obligatory. It's not like, you know, I have to go have tarot cards read because I want to know my future. My body is going to tell me my future. The universe is going to tell me a future. If I really tap into it and if I connect and if I'm conscious and if I'm aware and mindful, mindfulness is a huge thing. So knowing that every single person has the power to make that shift in their life, just like myself. No matter where I came from, no matter what my background is, no matter what, how we are conditioned, because we are all conditioned in some way or another, but we all have the power to make a change. It's our choice. Everything in this world is my choice. If I want to make a change, it begins from myself. And that's what I really believe. And you know, crystals are just amazing tools to help us but it always begins from us. And that's what I'm really trying to deliver to people, to empower other people, because I believe it's so important, being vulnerable and empowering other people. That's how we are collectively going to heal and make this world a better place. Eva, amazing. I couldn't have summed it up better myself. And, and the main message behind Zala and everything that you're preaching and, and living into in your everyday life is incredible and so inspiring. And I know... Everyone that listens to this podcast will gain some inspiration from it, that's for sure. Now, 
for people intrigued about the crystals, where can they go and buy and, and have a look at what, what crystal is going to be right for them? What are the platforms? Well, the platform uh, would definitely be our Instagram page, uh, Zala Crystals, and uh, the website zalacrystals.com. But if people are um, interested in buying crystals elsewhere, they're more than, more than welcome to, of course. As long as they just check with the supplier or check with the, with the merchant to just really know that they have put in their love into the crystals. Because I really think that it's so important to buy crystals from somebody that you actually vibe with because it's very important to understand that you know by buying crystals from somebody else you are going to eventually take on their energy as well and that's why I don't like to stock our crystals anywhere else I like to keep them over here so that I can make sure that when I do ship out crystals they're coming from my energy and from my environment and I can make sure that whatever I'm living or whatever I'm preaching I'm actually living as well and for me, it's very important to lead by example rather than point fingers at other people and say, oh, this is what you should do. Currently, I don't actually buy crystals from anywhere else, to be very honest with you. Up until today, I haven't found an, another place where I would be 100% secure that the energy is clean. So the only recommendation that I can give at the moment is Zala Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Not to... <laughs> honestly like not to brag about this but that's just what i believe and i love crystals like when i go out there i would love to buy all these crystals but i just get so i don't know i get a bit iffy about like the source of it so unless i can really ensure that the source is good and it is really ethically sourced then i just don't buy it because i just don't want to work with such energy and there's so many people and merchants out there these days that say they're ethically sourced but they are not and i know that for a fact amazing eva well You've definitely changed my vibrational energy since I walked in the door through through the power of crystal healing and, and vibrational energy. So thank you so much for your time today. I know my listeners would have gained an enormous amount of information from, from the podcast. Thank you so much for having me over. And it's definitely my, you know, I really appreciate you giving me the space to speak about crystals. And I really hope that people are eventually going to gain a better understanding and tap into it more because it's very powerful. Thank you so much again, Eva. And that's this week's dose of Euphoria. Connect with myself and the Euphoria Health community on Instagram or Facebook at Euphoria Health. Through these channels, you'll find cool workouts, plant-based recipes and daily challenges. Until next time, guys, I'm your host, Matt Zapala, And remember, don't settle for anything less than Euphoria.